episode 210 of 8 to the show. 310 of 8 to the show. Wow. We've been doing this 310 episodes now, traveling around the world. Another guest in Lebanon, the Wolf of Beirut, Jad. How's it going? All is good, man. All is good. It's great being here. How's it going from, from your right. side? Uh, I got to hustle pretty much. You don't have too much time. This is going to be a short podcast, you know, so because we got a lot of hustle. He's got a hustle. We've got a hustle. So pretty much, let's jump right into it. Um, how, if you want everyone to, everyone wants to get rich. Everyone wants to make money. And a lot of people aren't working and they want to figure out how to make money. So how can you make a lot of money online? That sounds That's great. Way. So yeah. uh, I think... I think you answered the very first part of the question online. Online is the place you have to be, but it's tricky. There are so many things you can do online. So, so, so many things and just endless. But the very first investment, and I've said it a lot on my page, the very first investment you should put your money in is self-educating yourself. Once you self-educate yourself, and what do I mean by that? By endless sleepless nights of YouTube videos, practical learning, practicing. I mean, it's out there. The barrier to entry is very easy. I remember before starting my very first e-commerce business that I opened around five to six fake businesses on Shopify, uh, a Facebook's ads manager. Everything was fake. It wasn't there. But it had one reason only to test and practice everything I was learning. So I believe the very first thing you should invest in is your self-knowledge. Practice it and then explore, because there are so many things you, you can do. Uh, I usually advise people uh, in e-commerce, because that's what I do. 80% of what I do is e-commerce, uh, mainly in the health and beauty brands, in the health and beauty industry. So, uh, but I believe that being online is not only a must, uh, it's where you have to start. All right, perfect, perfect. All right, I'm gonna let Zaid in. And then I wanna ask you, so, um, of course you said online, e-commerce is a great way. Uh, learning online. You should learn from our podcast, obviously. Watch more of our podcast. Side, we're live on the show. <laughs> um, so since people are watching, they're learning and they want to know how they can do it like you do it. How do you start off doing e-commerce online? Okay, perfect. So step number one, what's the meaning of e-commerce? E-commerce mainly is the uh, new trendy business model of buying and selling products. So mainly, it's like when you go to a shop, and you just choose a product uh, and you try it on maybe and you pay for it but all of this happens online so there are so many reasons why e-commerce is much better than traditional shopping uh, from the cost of it from the barrier to entry from the scalability it's very scalable uh, it works 24 hours uh, even the ads the marketing everything is controllable and scalable online and how to start in order to start, I should have three things. What? What should I sell? I need a product or a service. So I need to choose what I want to sell. Two is where. Where do I want to sell it? And where mainly means uh, in which country, who's my age group, who's my target audience in specific. And answer number three is how. How would I sell it? How would I get my payments? And we have a lot of solutions for that. I should open a website through social media to integrate my my payment gateways. And that's mainly it. So if you can solve those three easy questions, you can actually start e-commerce. All right. You make it sound so easy. I'm sure it takes a lot of time to get into it. <laughs> how much time are it people, does? How much time should people expect to spend in order to start generating an actual income? 
Okay, as a start, if you can work on an average of 24 hours per day, you can make it. You can make it happen in less than a year. Because when you're still starting fresh, it's not about the money. It's about the learning experience. I remember my very first e-commerce business was the best learning experience ever. And now you can actually do that through dropshipping. If you don't know what dropshipping is or for the people who is going to watch this, dropshipping means having a fully fledged e-commerce business. Like, like if you go on any site, adidas.com or me, we would be the same thing on the front end. But on the back end, Adidas manufactures and has their products stored. I don't. Every time I get an order, I just order it from a supplier and he sends it to it. So wow. dropshipping made it very easy for people mm -hmm. to enter the e-commerce world. So I believe that dropshipping is one of the best and easiest ways to start learning about e-commerce. Mm -hmm. But the journey is very hard because especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're still starting fresh, I highly advise you to do everything on your own as a start. Of course, have a lot of key players and co-founders with you, but uh, the more you improve, the more you can scale and hire people. I highly advise to start fresh with a very small team to learn everything from accounting to sales fulfillments, to marketing, to orders, to branding. There are so many things you have to do, but then it'll be a piece of cake for you. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's great to know that you can be anywhere around the world for anyone listening to you, whether you're in Lebanon or in Thailand or wherever you are, you can jump on anywhere. this and it's scalable. You can reach anywhere around the world and you can start making a lot of money. Jad, what even got you started? 100%. So why are you the Wolf of Beirut? <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, I love this question. Uh, I'm going to answer it uh, into about a little bit of my page, uh, which is I used to come from a rich family. Uh, it was amazing and life was great. I was this small spoiled kid that can afford anything he wants. Up until life hits, life hit really hard. And back in 2013, within a span of three thousand dollars. So there I had two choices. I had two choices. Actually, I skipped uni as a start. I had to. I couldn't afford it. I had two choices. I either would live for 48 years just closing debt with the schedule that we put with the debtors, or I'll do something about it. So apparently I went with the option B, and but it was really hard because zero social life, zero friends. I didn't see any single person for four years. Imagine having your cars under your house, actually having a house up until you and three other family members, Aishin Be, a room. I think it's smaller than this room. And life changed completely. And the hardest part was not losing everything. The hardest part was not having anyone supporting you or at least anyone by your side to ask or guide you. So a long story short, in two years, I was able to close the whole debt. Then I started fresh, uh, of course, thanks to e-commerce uh, and endless sleepless nights of learning. And, and then I decided. I, I decided, I remembered how hard it was. And I remembered that, especially now with what we're passing in, in our beautiful country, there are a lot of people that are passing through what I was passing and even worse. So I decided, I do not want to be cliche with the Gandhi quote, but it's true. 
I decided to be the person I wanted. I decided to be this person that I was looking for five years ago. And that's when I decided to open this page. I didn't expect it to grow that fast. I just expected it to maybe have five, 10 questions every month, trying to help a person or two. But I didn't imagine at all that this beautiful, beautiful group of people has now became around 20,000 people in between our private channels and Instagram. Wow. So that's how it started. That's how it became the wolf, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I, I like, know that's, that's a lot of information to process, honestly. And I, and, uh, I also came in a bit late because usually I usually I expect, you know, the first five minutes to be a, an introductory phase before we start recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's, uh, uh, so, so, yeah, what I wanted to ask is, like, the the concept, the, what was the, the thing that triggered you to, you know, focus on e-commerce and maybe not some something else to you know remove that debt like why okay. what what was like culture what culture eye on e-commerce that's perfect so as a start i just wanted anything in the online world so i started learning and if you want me to be a little bit more precise i started by learning uh, from a marketing perspective i learned uh, i learned google ads facebook ads and seo and those were the first three skills i <laughs> obtained i started freelancing as a start but then I started to explore a lot of things, affiliate marketing. I started to freelance, drop service, up until because we come from a family background of sales and I love sales. I just love sales. So imagine coming from a background of sales and then injecting this digital world into it. So then I went into sales funnels uh, uh, and sites, e-commerce. I tried it out uh, and there was this very first store that I partnered with. Uh, with a co-founder and Heidi is what the changing point in my life. Uh, it saved my life to a certain extent, but like it's exactly what I want because, and I'm, I'm still sure that I can still find other things that can make me more money, but as much as money is important. And I say it a lot on a page to do what you love is very underrated to wake up at 5 AM without anyone uh, is is asking you to do so it's an yeah. amazing yeah. privilege it's very un- yeah, it's literally very me un- right now <laughs> exactly. Exactly. like i see a lot of people waking up at eight in order to, to, to go on their jobs at nine and they're forced and they're crying so imagine that we wake up at five and we're really happy about it because i just want to start my day i just want to check how many sales i've made when i was asleep all right uh, so yeah that's it mainly. But and obviously so you mentioned that you love sales and there's obviously there's the connection there you know because you're being a salesperson but online so mm-hmm. you digitize the, the the process of selling something but mm-hmm. uh so what 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 makes you enjoy sales so much like what is it is it the human interaction is it actually selling the item or the money what, what is it for you <laughs> Yeah, uh, of course, point number one is money. I love money and I say it a lot. Uh, and what I love about money is not the actual bill. If you see me here, I see uh, you guys, you'll understand how I live. I hate having money in my hands. So it's always either reinvesting or spending on nice things. So uh, <laughs> stupid things sometimes. But the thing, but the thing is, you know, uh, I have a passion for making money. So I really enjoy 
that by the end of the day, I see an arm. I did a new campaign and a new strategy and I made $25,000 out of it. It brings me joy. So, uh, hey, it's one. Two is that I just want you to imagine with me. Imagine you having a store, a store, a very nice store at Hamra. Imagine having around 5,000 people inside your store and they're, and all of them are being treated equally in the best, uh, great way. Uh, and they're all happy and you're upset, yani, yani, offering them all at the same time, upselling them all, uh, seeing what they want and replying to them all at the same time. You cannot yeah. do this at all in a traditional store. But with the help of e-commerce, I sometimes have more than four or 5,000 people mm-hmm. on my site in the same day and they all get the very same treatment. Yeah, And that's the beauty. And Imagine the, the, the internet. Wow. <laughs> so like, I feel like Beautiful. you're trying to, in a sense to describe what success is right is that is this so what exactly does is success for you okay uh i've answered this question a lot i believe that success varies a lot between an, a person and another person and yeah. i think a very small yeah. example which i gave also on my page which is if if my job was to force people or to inspire people to do exactly what i did i would have inspired my brother or my family at first but it's not what they want it's not what they want like i have a brother who's successful in what he does he works as an internal auditor in one of the great banks and he's getting married now and that's his ultimate goal so he's on the right plan thank you so he's on the right on the right path exactly but if i do what he does with my goals of making a hundred million dollars before 30 (laughs) that's not your path that's not your path exactly and exactly if he does my path under his goal so when it comes to me jad i think success for me is having a big portfolio of maybe more than 50 brands under a holding company. So at my portfolio, I believe this is success for me besides making a lot of money. All right. I do a business so. perspective, but from <laughs> yes. a personal perspective, uh, I would go with the more people I can help in starting their businesses. So far, we are on account of 820 new startups or, sh- or stores who have started because of this beautiful group. That is amazing. And why I'm happy about it, it's because I know that all of them, Funyaya, knew on their own, but they needed this guidance that I needed five years ago. So I was really happy, like to a certain extent, I had a role to play yeah. in it. Uh, so yes, I believe that success too is how many people I can help or inspire during the years. Amazing. I do want to comment on something you said earlier, Jad, about how grew up a little wealthy and then you lost a lot of the money now you're getting more money um this you know uh with money you can get a lot of money and then you can lose a lot of money you know with crypto and stocks and everything you can make a lot of money and lose a lot of money so what's your mindset if you ever do knock on wood <laughs> i'm scared of asking this question but if you do lose <laughs> a lot of money was that mm-hmm. would that deter your success because you said your success tied to money you make amazing so I believe that in order to be a successful person or a successful entrepreneur, the best exam that you can get enrolled into is to test yourself that if you lose everything you've made in the very past years and still be able to make a lot of cash out of it, then you have succeeded in life. And a very small example 
is that uh, I talked about this story a couple of days ago on the page two with Rami Alemi, he's one of my partners too. Uh, I was talking with him, like this story happened around four months ago. I was entering into a big project. So I reinvested almost 95% of what I had in cash. So I only had on the side a very small amount. Why? Because I was promised with a big payment from a client. And at the same time, as mentioned, I don't like to keep cash with me. So I reinvested almost everything. And then the client that I wanted a payment from, I journey for like a month or two. So ah, I woke up like, okay, I reinvested everything I have. Uh, I have less than $10,000 in cash. Oh, I have a lot of payments due, you know, from a business perspective. So then I called Rami. I told him I was waiting for this day. I swear to God, I told him I was waiting for this day. I want to challenge myself <laughs> to make a certain amount in less than 20 days without the use of any of my brands, without the use of any of my e-commerce businesses, without the use of anything I've already done. And so he was the only guy in which I told him every single day what I'm doing. I made $9,800 in less than 20 days. And I proved to him that the very best trait of an entrepreneur is adaptation. Once you can adapt to any, and which is why I'm still here in Beirut wow. with everything wow. happening, because I believe you should adapt and you should create solutions. You should create those loopholes if you really want to have a very big reward in the end. And that's the value of knowledge also, because you know so much. Once you have that, you can't take it away from someone. Exactly. It's definitely invest <laughs> yeah. in learning. We are kind of, we're kind of running out of time. I feel like uh, this has been a great podcast. I, I want to know from you, what do you think about, um, um, like, let's say we do want to sell stuff. Let's say we do, we want to sell shirts, A2 shirts, right? Uh, what's the best way for us to um, reach different people? Okay, amazing. So as a start from the, 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 okay. So any business has, or an e-commerce business has a back end and a front end. From a back end is where you would get those shirts. So you have a lot of services and drop shipping and print on demand in which you can test the, the merch or the site. Teespring.com slash A to the shirt. Teespring.com exactly. slash A to the shirt. You get it right now. <laughs> exactly. Printify, Printful. Uh, so there are a lot a lot of ways to start and testing. If you have your products with you, the profit margins are much bigger. Profit margins are always, always bigger when you have your products with you, which is why I don't dropship. I teach dropshipping, but I personally, I wouldn't dropship. Because I believe that if you have a certain amount and you can invest in private labeling or manufacturing your products, the profit margins, man, are insane. Like you can go up to 80, 90% in private labeling, uh, even here in Beirut, with everything that's happening. So uh, step number one, since you guys would sell merch, at the end of the day, who's going to be interested in your merch is your fan base. So I would not open this business before I really make sure that I have a loyal fan base who watch every single episode I have. Because, and here's a very big problem a lot of people get into. How many people you have on social media would never determine how many people would buy from you. So like I have around 15,000 people all in all. I would believe that if I open a merch store, I would get maybe a thousand and that's the max I can get, the max I can get. Because it's very easy for someone to join your group and watch your videos. But it's not that easy to bring money out of their pockets. 
And the only people you would sell merch to are people who blindly trust you and wait for your episodes a lot of times. And, and in order to do that, you would test. And the best way to test is through print on demand with merch because the barrier to entry is very easy and you can test if people are actually interested in buying this thing and then I can private label it, I can get a container, I can manufacture it based on the resources that I have. All right, awesome, Jared. I gotta stop you there because we're running out of time and I wanna ask you something really important uh, about, um, so there's a lot of inflation going on in Lebanon, also America, around the world, right? Uh, people had uh, cryptocurrencies against the rise of inflation. Uh, what do you know about cryptocurrencies? Do they have a place in the Lebanese uh, market or the world market? What do you think about it? Amazing. So it's a topic we've been talking a lot about coming on the page. I'm a huge fan of the of everything related to blockchain and crypto. The, every single point. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it would have solved our problem here if we have adopted it years ago. But I have a problem with people, especially Lebanon and this small uh, age bracket of maybe 16 to 25 years old who are investing in a very, very, very wrong way. It's pure, um, like, they're investing in a way in which it's gambling. It's pure gambling. With no research, with no in-depth analysis, they don't know anything. And those people, I am fighting them every single day on my page because this is not the way you should invest. So uh, I'm a huge fan of crypto and blockchain, but I'm, I would be the first person who would be against every single person investing without research and knowledge. All right. So what is so what is the balance? What's the tips you would give? Yeah. What is some oh, tips okay. you give? Okay. Okay. From an investment perspective, I don't because I don't yeah. invest in crypto. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't invest in crypto. <laughs> although we accept crypto payments on on our stores because oh, wow. in the end it doesn't have to do with crypto. It has to do with uh, a journey oh, of this client. So if he prefers to pay that, I should tailor this payment gateway to him, uh, and that's what we did. But as an investment in crypto, I'm not. The, the, the best person to actually answer that. I think Alex was better than me uh, in this uh, by a lot. And he's been telling me a lot for a long time to invest and I didn't. But I <laughs> yeah, to be honest, Alex surprised us about the information he knew about crypto. Because like we were talking about, about uh, the, the creation of uh, how about Beirut and then he's just like crypto, crypto. I'm like, exactly. what? He's, he's amazing. Yeah. But I think Alex is doing it in an amazing way. So, yeah. so I would give a small advice. It's not only for crypto, for investing in anything, even in e-commerce, understand your industry. I have a lot of products which I don't use like uh, a teeth whitening kit uh, or uh, uh, a cream for skincare. I don't personally uh, add them or best. I educate myself about every single ingredient in it. I educate myself about every single in and out about, the, the, about this business. So be on top of your business educate yourself before investing in anything it's not gambling even if it's gambling it's not sustainable and it's not scalable so if you want the big reward in the end it doesn't come that easy it doesn't come that easy at all wow <laughs> so basically don't invest by, uh, blindly you gotta know what you gotta exactly. know your shit yeah well, all right uh, there's a lot well, of people because like yeah thanks jad we're running out of time right now but thanks Amazing. very much for coming on the pod thanks Saido thank you, jad, i love you so much Thank uh, you so well, much for inviting me. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, maybe I'll meet you in person, Jad. You know? uh, anytime, man. Anytime. I'm, I'm in Bam, Lebanon. Jad, <laughs> what's, we stay in touch. what's the future of the Wolf of Beirut? You, the future of the yeah. Wolf of, of Beirut is to build a community 
which would play a major role in rebuilding this beautiful country, a major role. And remember that two, three years ago, because Hachufa and the headlines of the newspapers or the e-magazine. <laughs> And two is to inspire and help as many people as we can to start their businesses and do what they love. It's not only start their businesses, do what they love. Uh, and three, uh, okay, I think only two points. Best. Only all right. two points. Yeah, that's all, that's all that needs to be said. Amazing, Jad. Best of luck Thank for ruining so for you. And uh, this is another episode of H2, the most international, most diverse, most educational. Uh, podcast on the planet. Yeah, check it out. All right. Thanks for coming on the show and peace out. Have an amazing day.